You're now listening to Binge Brew Brain Podcast, the show that teaches simple neuroscience-based strategies to ending overeating, binge eating, emotional eating, and yo-yo dieting. I'm Natalia, your host, and I'm here to help you create wellness without the obsession. Let's get started. Hello, hello. On this episode of the Pinch Brew Brain Podcast, I'm very excited to welcome one of my amazing clients who graduated my coaching program about two weeks ago. Hey, Lopke. So happy to have you on my podcast today. How are you doing? Are you excited to have this conversation? Good morning. Hi. Yes, I'm really excited. Yeah, that's good to hear. Thank you so much for your willingness to show, to share your story with us. I'm also so excited to, to hang out with you today. So let's begin. Um, one of the things that I would like to start with is just having you tell us a little bit more about your struggle with binge eating before you started my coaching program. Yes. So um, I think binge eating started around when I was 15. I'm 23 now, so that's been a while. I think like a lot of people, I tried everything, starting new diets, um, thinking that if I would make a change in my routine, it would help me stop binging and just every time starting over with something new, that it would stop my binging, but it never really worked. It always came back around. Um, It's always been like a few months, it went well, and then like two months, it would go, I would binge like crazy. And it would make you really sad and depressed and it would just be something that would never leave and took over my life, especially the last months and really defined my life, just defining everything that I did. Yeah, yeah, I love that you you said that because that's it. Sometimes you we just put on ourselves this label and it really defines our life. Like everything is about, about food, whether we're going to binge or not. Uh, I'm interested to hear, and our listeners, I guess that would love to hear a little bit more, how it exactly started. Was it because of a restrictive diet or over-exercising? Yeah. What was like something that pushed you towards the direction of like binge eating? Mm, I grew up in a in a household where dieting was something that was always around and started very young. So I think the restriction of eating certain foods started, I think, even when I was just a kid. So that has definitely led to binging or feeling restricted to, to not eat what I wanted to eat. When I got older, you know, when I was like 13, 14, I started going on social media and I saw pictures or I saw my friends around that were smaller than me or thinner than me and growing up in a place where I felt that I wasn't enough Mm -hmm. um, that just led me to wanting to diet because I had to change otherwise I didn't feel beautiful or I wasn't good enough so that was definitely the start of just binging I totally get that because um, my mother also always dieted like for my whole life, I watched her starting a diet on Monday and then, um, yeah, sort of like failing um, on the weekend or even earlier. So, yeah, that definitely also impact me, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why would you say that during the last couple of months it go, it went like unbearable, that it was such a big problem that you decided to, to reach out for help? Um, I think because it's been Eating has been a part of my life for so long and at the last few years I've gone from job to job not really knowing what I wanted to do with my life and food was always a struggle 
recently, I think the last year, I really tried to not like, I felt like start enjoying my life and start making mm-hmm. something of my life and trying to get control back also with other help. And I finally found my passion uh, being a personal trainer and, and um, I, I love that job. So that I think that was the start of me thinking, okay, I, I really loved it at this and I want to, to make this work and not let, let the binge eating ruin it. Cause that's what happens most of the time. I just, the binge eating takes over and I feel like a failure and I, I, I really can't do anything. So I quit everything because I think I'm not capable of it anymore. I think that was because I was starting to feel like I found a passion in my life and something I, I love doing. A thing that made me realize, okay, I, I really want to go for this and this has to stop because I don't want it to ruin my passion. Yeah, yeah. I'm very glad what you said. Uh, it's so true and so painful what you said about, you know, not knowing what to do and and also feeling stuck. But at the same time, it's good that, that there was light at the end of the tunnel because you knew that you want to pursue the pa- your passion, which is, you know, being a personal trainer. And I think that at some point during our conversation, we'll have to come back to it. Uh, but right now, I would love to hear, you know, what have you tried in the past to overcome binge eating? You've mentioned diets. Yeah. What was your attitude to, to overcome binge eating? What have you tried? Um, definitely diets. Just starting something new because I thought it would... Well, I think because it take, gives me some kind of certainty and control for a little bit. But then, like a lot of people experience it, you can stick to to the diet so yeah. you fail and you fall back in your old habits and so that's what happened most of the time or starting a new routine because thinking okay if i just uh, pre-schedule my day and just control everything that i won't binge but that didn't work i also read uh the brain of a binge book which really helped but just doing everything on your own for me it wasn't it wasn't enough yeah um Yeah, I think those are the things that I tried, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, again, something that I see a lot, again, controlling uh, your food even more, hoping that it's going to help, but sometimes our body rebels and we lose control around food. So being more, sticking to your schedule, being more perfect, it doesn't help. And I'm glad also you've mentioned the Brain Over Binge book because this is a starting point for many, many people. But again, that the concept is great, but applying it on your own is a little bit harder. So I would love to hear, uh, you know, what made you say yes to, to working with me? Um, I think this also comes back to um, finding what I love to do in life and not wanting that to be ruined by yeah. my binge eating. I'm at this stage in life now that I would love to move out and start start my own life. Mm-hmm. And I followed you for a while on Instagram and we had been messaged back and forth sometimes. I just thought, okay, I, I, I want this to quit because it was at such a high point again and... I thought, you know, I, I can't live like this for the rest of my life. So I'm going to make this commitment. Although I was a little bit scared because would it work? What if it doesn't work? You know, because I tried so many things. Mm-hmm. But after our, conversa- our conversation, I thought, okay, I'm, I'm going to go for this. And um, I'm really glad I did. Yeah. 
Yeah, so you were just fed up with trying yeah. on your own. Yeah, yeah, uh, and uh, I'm happy that that we have that conversation in <laughs> in DMs. I I remember I I try to also help you a little yeah. bit with like giving you some small tasks. Yeah. Uh, so right now you are after our coaching, and I would love to hear. Maybe let's start with like, what's the one thing that impacted you so far the most? Um, mindfulness, definitely. Wow. Yeah, yeah, because it was something that I didn't think would would impact me in in such a way. It makes me just take more time for myself, and it doesn't have to be like half an hour on the couch. Yeah, it just connecting with my body. I think those are go hand in hand for mindfulness, and then connecting with my body, listening to what I need and what I want, and just giving myself that space to think and to let the thoughts be and not be so strict on myself or thinking, okay, I, I have to do this perfect right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just being more aware of myself. That That's great to hear. I, I actually didn't know that, that you're going to no. say that. So so yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm positively uh, surprised. And it's good that you said also that Again, it's not about doing the practice perfectly. You don't have to do it for an hour a day. It's just we are we start with those little little steps. Again, being more aware uh, of your body. Maybe doing some short body scan. Maybe uh, just taking a pause during the day, asking yourself how do you feel, how uh, how hungry are you. It starts with these kind of things, and then uh, they uh, they compound and then give you uh, the results. Okay, so I would love to hear what other results um, yeah, have you experienced so far? Definitely uh, less binging, mm-hmm. yeah. which, is, which is great, of course. I found out that I don't, maybe this is a surprise to people or, or not, but I found out that I don't need to like eat six meals a day and mm-hmm. that, that is a good diet. Um, yeah. I think that what was one of the first conversations that really blew my mind after I tried it because it just gave me so much more peace during the day. Yeah. I, because I eat three big meals and it's enough. I, I yeah. listen to my body and I can, I don't have to overthink, okay, what am I going to eat for breakfast? Because this is going to be, be my snack or this is going to be my lunch. So would it fit? I definitely do think about food still, but it has gone down a lot and I don't have to overthink everything anymore. Yeah, I, I remember us talking about that. And I think that our viewers will be also, uh, our listeners listeners will be also surprised because in the eating disorder community, everybody says like, eat all the time, you know, make sure that your body is super safe. But again, if we have to eat like every one hour or two hours, then food is always on our mind. Yes. And sometimes it's better to like eat till satiation, till you are really full. And then you've got a couple of hours uh, rest from from thinking about about food yeah anything else maybe how your like everyday life changed did you like started some new routines because of our coaching together um if i look to my day-to-day life it is definitely more relaxed in a way Mm -hmm. um, because i do not have to think about food all the time and i i take take the time for food and also just listening to my body more with food, just am I hungry or what do I need? But also just when it comes to body positivity and, and those things, I still, I'm still growing in that. 
I learned a lot from you from that. And I think sometimes I want everything to be perfect. So, you know, following your course, I thought, okay, now the binging has to stop. And, mm-hmm. and I have to do this perfect. And also I have to love my body right away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And things that have changed in that is that I'm, I'm, I don't put that much pressure on myself anymore thinking, okay, I just have to love my body right now. From now on, it has to, has to change. But there's also something in between body neutrality and yeah. being okay with your body. And I think that that is something that has definitely changed and made, had made my, myself more relaxed in that way that I don't have to be so frustrated when I still don't love what I see in the mirror but I think it's okay what I see in the mirror and yeah that has really changed changed just how I start my days or yeah yeah Yeah. that's perfect yes I remember that we worked on body image body body neutrality and we used those bridging statement or ladder thought however you want to call it and yeah I'm very happy that you are very honest with us and you say that recovery from binge eating this is a journey this is a marathon it's not a sprint it won't change overnight I'm happy that you also take the pressure of yourself. And again, you see it as as a journey. That's some things that you have to take small steps to to get there. It won't happen happen overnight. Yeah, that's perfect. And because you've mentioned uh, uh, the body image, I would like to talk a little bit more about your work environment. So you are working also as a personal trainer. You love exercise, doing CrossFit, getting stronger. I would like you to give us an insider look into the fitness industry. Do you think that there is, um, I guess, like peer pressure to maybe look a certain way? Um, I think there definitely is. The The place where I work, I'm very, very thankful that I work there. We're not like a huge gym. The, the audience that we attract are not really a lot of young people. I think they're like around 30, a lot of moms there this space is just we we try to create an environment where everybody is welcomed and where you don't feel uncomfortable where you can mm-hmm. feel safe being who you are so where i work i don't really feel the pressure to mm-hmm. to look a certain way although because i can work out a lot you know i i enjoy working out there can also be a negative side and i i have to be aware what my motives are to work out maybe five days a week. So I am definitely be more aware because I've been at the place where I, I compensate my, my binge eating with working out, but overall in the fitness industry, if we, if I look on social media, the the people that put up clips of workouts, they're always like super thin or really toned or have great crazy apps and then a big butt and, just a little bit unrealistic yeah so there's definitely pressure there yeah yeah definitely on social media we we see only the the perfect people and also we don't know um about their relationship with food maybe they also compensate with with exercise i know that many female bikini competitors they struggle after the the competition with you know binge eating because they are starving themselves before the competition then there's there's a problem they 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 did the competition but after that they struggle with their relationship with food of course i'm not saying that everybody is doing that there are people who can do it in a healthy way who who took part in many this kind of competitions and it's all good 
Yeah, and I would love to hear from you. Yeah, do you think that people from the fitness industry are at higher risk of developing eating disorders, like like binge eating? I I think I think so. Yes, because I think as a personal trainer or someone that works at a gym, you do feel the pressure to look a certain way to be fit. Like the place where I work, I don't have to have a six pack, or mm-hmm. you know, it's not required. Although I I still want to be like somewhat fit not not in my appearance but just my overall fitness so I think there's definitely a danger in that okay I have to be the good example so I have to do it perfect because if I can't do it then what am I going to tell my clients yeah but maybe it's even more valuable when you open up about your struggles or you can relate with your clients it's way more valuable to be to be real And yeah. to say, okay, I, I, I know what you're going through and it's going to take time, but you'll get there. So I think being working in fitness industry, it's, you're, you're, I think, a higher risk because you feel like you should be the good example. Yeah, especially that people like watch your body all the time if you are yes. doing classes. I'm on the same page with you. Also, I'm thinking about like dietitians because m- probably many years ago, I wouldn't go to a dietitian who is overweight or I wouldn't mm. go to a personal trainer who is also overweight. But right now, knowing how it looks inside and that you can totally help people, but also struggle with helping yourself, I think that totally, if I would have to choose a dietitian, like it wouldn't matter for me that much in what kind of body size they are. The same with, with personal trainer. I think that I look just for other uh, other traits and their body, it, it doesn't really matter as that, at least, at least for me. <laughs> yes, yeah. Mm, okay, so maybe, maybe last question. Uh, what would you say to someone looking to start their own binge eating recovery journey? Oh, that's a good one. I would say it's very brave to take to take this step because uh, you've probably tried a lot of other things and be patient with yourself. Give yourself time and, and grace if, if it's not working out the way you want it at first because it will, it, it just takes time. And I remember that you, I think our last, last conversation, you said, you know, the, the knot that is not as tight anymore um, mm-hmm. and it's, it's loosened up. And we talked about like binge eating being a knot because maybe people yeah. think, okay, not what do you mean? <laughs> But we talked about like binge eating being a knot and that right now it's after, after those, after our weeks and it started to loosen up. And I can definitely say right now that it's, I don't think it's fully like gone and yeah. fully loose, but I can definitely see the progress in that. And it could be, it can be discouraging throughout your process if you still binge, um, because I felt that way as well. But I think Natalia, has done a great job of talking to me and giving her advice. And it's it's so valuable that she's always around. You can always message her. So I think if you decide to do this, then it's, it's like you said, it's not going to be a sprint. You have to be patient, but it's definitely, definitely worth it. And I think if we would compare it to a lifetime of binge eating and being stuck to it, the, those months, a year working on it, it's so worth it. I love what you say. 
Yeah, I love what you said also about the patience and grace. I'm glad that you that you took that uh, with you, that you changed your mind because maybe at the beginning of coaching, you were all about maybe results. Uh, but right now you, you yes. see it again differently. Uh, I love the, the not uh, analogy. Yeah, so thank you so much. I think that your story will be very inspiring for other people and especially for girls who are in the fitness industry. I think that they, they struggle with, with the same. So thank you so much for uh, for sharing with us your story and for accepting my invitation to the podcast. Yes, no problem. I love being here. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I think that it was great conversation, very valuable. So to all our lis- listeners, I hope that you enjoyed that. And if you would like to talk with me about your struggles, you can always message me on the Instagram and I'm on uh, binge.prove.brain. Okay, thank you so much, everybody. And see you next time. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode and you would like to stay in touch with me, make sure to follow Pinchproof Brain on Instagram. And if you are ready to take this material to the next level and apply what you've learned, then go ahead and submit your application for my Pinchproof Brain coaching program. Thank you so much for joining me today and have a great day.